okay. So today, my friends, we are going to read a book called Rumpelstiltskin, and this is a little golden book, but it's based on the original story by the Grimm's brothers. It's a fairy tale. And this particular version was illustrated by William J. Dugan, and I'll put some of the pictures up on my Instagram, like I almost always do. And this story was read is read today by Mommy and Philip. Philip. And we're reading this story today because we read a story yesterday about strangers. And this story is a great example. Mm-hmm. Stranger danger. This story is a great example of why you don't talk to strangers. Ready? Okay. Or do we need emails? With them. Very true. But what, but what happens if the stranger's someone's dad? Well, let's see what happens. And you maybe you'll answer that question for yourself. Here we go. There once was a miller who was so proud of his daughter's beauty that he wanted to tell everybody about it. One day, the miller saw his king and his men out hunting in the forest. Now, the king was young and handsome, and the miller told him about his beautiful daughter. Sire, he said, bowing low, I have a daughter. Not only is she beautiful, she can also spin straw into gold. Bring her to me at once, said the king, for though he was a king, he was not very rich and he needed gold. The king was delighted when he saw the miller's daughter, and she was very indeed very beautiful, but he remembered what the miller said. And he wanted her to spin a room full of straw into gold. Now, let me ask you this. Have you ever seen somebody take straw and turn it into gold? Mm -mm. No, I haven't either. The king took the miller and the girl to his castle beyond the forest. When they arrived, the miller's daughter was locked in a castle room. The boastful miller was to be held a prisoner until the king had all the gold he needed. The miller's daughter saw that her room contained nothing but a chair, a spinning wheel, and a pile of straw. You have until morning to spin this straw into gold. The miller's daughter had never in her life spun straw into gold, nor did she know how it was done. She looked at the straw. She looked at the spinning wheel. She thought of her father. And she burst into tears. Now, I would like to pause right there and say, was her father telling the truth when he told the king that his daughter could turn straw into gold? Yeah. Another important lesson to take away from this story is always tell the truth. Even if it's uncomfortable to tell the truth, always tell the truth. Right there, her father did not help her out at all by telling a lie. He should have said the truth. But even here, she could say, I don't know why my dad said that, but it's just not true. I don't do those things. And maybe that could have saved her life. 
you never know. Why do you weep, Mistress Miller? said a voice. The girl saw a tiny little man. Ugly he was, but with a twinkle in his eye. And the girl told him of her plight. Do you know what the word plight means? It's it's her troubled situation, or the trouble that she's in, her situation that's not a good one. Now, let me ask you this. If you were in a room all by yourself and suddenly there's someone else in the room with you, should you talk to that person? Yeah. Yeah, because they would be what? A stranger. A stranger, okay. Hmm, said the little man. Spin straw into gold? What will you give me if I do it for you? My necklace, said the girl at once. It was the most precious thing she owned. Then, whirr, whirr, the little man started the spinning wheel, and whirr, whirr, it went all night, spinning the straw into precious gold. Uh, By morning, every piece of straw had been spun into golden coins, and the magical man had disappeared. The king was so delighted when he saw all the gold that he decided he must have more. Now, let me ask you this. If somebody gave you a big pile of gold, what would you do? Would you say, oh, thank you, and just be happy? Or would you say, no, I need more? Uh, I would say, oh, thank you. That's enough. That's right, because otherwise you would be considered kind of greedy, huh? Seems to me like maybe this king is a little bit greedy, don't you think? Yeah. Guards, fill the room with twice as much straw as before. The girl will spin me twice as much gold. Once again, the miller's daughter sat alone in the locked room and looked at the huge piles of straw. Once again, the girl burst into tears, and once again, the little man appeared to help the miller's daughter. She gave him her ring, and he spun the straw into precious gold. Oh, said the king next morning, if you spin me one more cartload of gold, you shall be my wife. Now, the girl was very pleased that the king wanted to marry her. But how could she pay the little man this time? I have nothing left to give, she wailed when the little man appeared. And the little man said, Well, if you promise to give me your first child, I will do it for you. Now, would you give your baby to some little man who just appeared out of thin air? Before I I would even be locked in that room, I would just 
Just tell the truth to begin with, huh? Tell the truth to begin with. That's right. But the poor girl agreed. And whirr, whirr, the little man started to spinning wheel again and whirr, whirr, it all he went all night spinning the straw into precious gold. As the little man cleared away one pile of straw, he would replace it with a pile of gold. The miller's daughter grew quite dizzy watching the little man run quickly back and forth with straw and gold. Her eyes were dazzled when all the straw was spun away and all that remained was pot after pot of shining gold. The king was overcome with delight when he saw the gold gleaming in the morning light and the miller's daughter beside it even more beautiful than the gold. He ordered the marriage ceremony to begin at once and the miller to be set free. And that is how the miller's daughter became a queen. In a year's time, the young queen gave birth to a beautiful baby daughter. Named. Oh, what do you think she named her? Let's see. All the people in the land rejoiced when they heard of the birth of the princess. There was singing and dancing in the streets, and all the houses were covered with flowers and flags. But no one was more pleased than the happy king and his queen. One day, as the queen sat holding her baby, she heard a little chuckle behind her. She turned and saw the same little man who had helped her spin the straw into gold. I have come for your baby, he said. You promised that you would give her to me. What do you think he wants to do with the baby? I don't know either, but I don't like it, do you? Oh, how the queen wept and pleaded with the little man. She offered him money and costly jewels and a splendid position at court. But he shook his head. No, a baby is far more precious than any of these things, he said. But I will give you a chance. Tell me, within three days, what my name is. If you can guess right, you shall keep the baby and never see me again. And with that, he disappeared. The next day, he was back again, and the queen said all the names she could think of. But the little man just shook his head and went away, chuckling. The next day, the queen sent messengers to the village to find the names of all the people there. She said them to the little man when he came, but the little man just shook his head and went away chuckling. On the third day, one of the messengers came to the queen and said, I came to a high mountain at the end of the forest, and there I saw a little house. And before the house, a fire was burning, and round the fire, a little man was jumping, an ugly little man he was, but with a twinkle in his eye, and he was saying these words. 
Today I brew, tomorrow I bake. The next day, the queen's child I take. For the queen can never guess my fame, that Rumpelstiltskin is my name. As soon as the queen heard these words, she knew that she was saved. She rewarded the messenger handsomely and sat down to await the little man, her baby on her knee. The little man appeared. The queen began to say more names to him. Harry and Perry and Williamsey and Morrissey and Peterkin and Hopewell and Jones. None of these. It was none of these. As the queen well knew. And the little man held out his arms for the baby. The queen began to rock her baby to and fro. Then she said, Why then, perhaps your name is... Hmm, could it be? I think it must be. Rumpelstiltskin. Oh, oh, how angry the little man was. Someone told you. Someone told you. He screamed in a rage. He tore at his hair and jumped and he groaned and then he started to stamp his feet in a very, very angry way. And do you know he stamped so hard that he stamped himself right through the floor and he has not been seen again from that day to this so the king and the queen and their little daughter and of course the miller too all lived happily ever after but may this always serve as a reminder to first always speak the truth And two, secondly, be wary of strangers. And that is the...